on this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus. Someone wanted to fight me, but now we're friends. Plus, we talked about food kits and a dinky train line. He did a song about it. John Busdecker. And I'm the breeze tickling your feet, Brendan O'Connor from bungalower.com. I did not think you were going to say feet there, Brendan. <laughs> All the body parts of that could be tickled. You I go with feet. It. I was inspired. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, including College Park. We're Where at, we are today. We're at John's house again. We are at my house, quarantining. Quarantining. Socially and physically distancing. I feel like I'm quarantining getting <laughs> some sun. Yeah, we are getting a little sun. We're out here on my back porch patio outside because I don't want Brendan in my house. No. I don't want you infecting it. I wore my Not mask. Not even with coronavirus, just all the other viruses you have. Eh, you know, <laughs> you, when, you, when you got it flaunted. <laughs> I'm like the, the gay pig pen of Orlando. <laughs> but yeah, we're hanging out here talking about all things Orlando. If you like what you hear, go to bungalower.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. If you don't like it, uh, move to Tampa. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, move somewhere else. Shoo. <laughs> Lots of things are happening. What's happening with you, John? What's happening with me? Oh, I had a, I had a good week, actually. We've done uh, a lot of things at the sheriff's office. We've been surprising medical staffs around the the county and thanking them for all they do. That's so like jumping out of closets yeah. and saying, thank you. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, we've been generous. We've been taking our, our, our patrol vehicles out there and flashing the lights and sirens, and they love it. <laughs> Plus, I got a mask. I got my very own Orange County Sheriff's Office branded face mask. Who made these masks? So this is a group called Orlando Face Mask Strong. That's actually, Haani, Haani Hogan. And and her sister, Tossie. But it was actually started by another woman named Bonnie Lewis. Okay. And Bonnie is a uh, Local master seamstress. seamstress. And she actually used to work for Ralph Lauren. And uh, she just felt like she had to do something. So she's been making masks. And now they have a whole team of people making masks. And they're trying to make 100,000 masks. It's crazy. It's a lot of masks. It's crazy. But if you want to help, you can go to Orlando Face Mask Strong. You can go to Instagram or Facebook. They'll tell you how to, how to make these, how to sign up. And if you're somebody who... Uh, doesn't know how to sew like myself over here. They need delivery drivers. They need people to pick up fabric out how to help out. Yeah, they've launched a whole network. And so if you've seen some of those like trendier ones that the mayor's been wearing, uh, it's just like City of Orlando on yes. it, the logo or the ones that the sheriffs have been wearing with uh, the sheriff's department logo yep. on it. They they made all those. So it doesn't have to be just like a weird looking white one. No, you can yeah. you can get crazy with it yeah hashtag get crazy with it yeah so thank you thank you to orlando face mask strong for <laughs> for donating those we appreciate who, it uh, who recommended that, was uh, that i had to do a little digging actually did you, you talk to honey hogan oh yeah we talked yeah, to her yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. I had to do a little <laughs> digging around of where it all, how it all originated. I uh, wouldn't mind you telling Chief Sheriff Mina, yeah, uh, that I helped you. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so you could be a little, you know, you'd see me and be like, I know, I know, you know that guy. I know that guy. He'll he put never... you in a headlock, maybe. Oh, I'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> but then he might catch. I'm something. resisting, Sheriff. Oh, I'm resisting. I'm resisting. <laughs> Don't stop resisting. You're so strong. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Why are you hitting yourself? Uh, we have, oh man, so much happening. So the new print issue is out. Uh, usually it goes to our favorite restaurants and bars all around town. 
Yeah. Not the case this month. No, they're they're kind of not closed down, just takeout only. Just takeout only, and we didn't want to, I don't know, it just seemed weird, so yeah. I didn't want to bug anybody. So they are, you can get them at three places right now. The Fresh Market Mills Park. Got to wear your mask there. You do, or yeah. else. Or else. They'll kick you out. They'll say, go to Winn-Dixie. Get <laughs> out of here with your no face mask. Self on your hollow balloon and yeah. your germs because they're they, making everybody wear masks at, fa- at Fresh Market. They are, John. When I was there dropping off uh, a big old stack of zines at their newsstand, they I saw two people could walk up, see a sign, and then turn and walk away. Really, no yeah, mask yeah. on them, no and they mask. said, "I can't go in there. Yeah, it's not for me. Got to go to Publix where they oh. don't care." It's a, it's <laughs> about what do you think? About seventy thirty at Publix, fifty fifty maybe. I actually haven't been all week. Okay, I, I've been. I and, went and, once and it was and it weirded me out because nobody was wearing them when I was there. Uh-huh. Scotty and I both wore masks and people looked at us like we were overreacting. You you kind of did it before it started getting like everybody should be wearing these because I don't think I was wearing it when you started, but I think I went to Publix one day. Yeah. I took like two steps in and I was like the only one without a mask. This was weeks <laughs> ago. And I was like, I better get a mask. Yes. I don't want to be the one left out. No. And now I wear it all the time no matter where I go. Mask shaming I think is probably a real thing. I see people look at me now when I'm wearing a mask and if they're not, they're always like, oh yeah. Maybe I should be. Or they're a little offended. There's like a good old boy crowd of of just American dudes. They can be offended. I'm wearing my mask. They don't. I'm trying to help you. That's what I'm thinking of. I think people get that now, right? In Asia, if you were sick or you had a cold coming on, you put it on like as a courtesy thing because you don't want to spread it. Here, I think people are doing it just to protect themselves. So I'm kind of like telling myself both. Like, Maybe I get sick all the time, right? I don't want to be. I don't want to get sick this time. This See, time. I don't get sick that often. No, uh, uh-uh. because you drink from the fountain of youth. That's true. You That's sucked. true. Uh, so the zine is out. So you can get it at Fresh Mills, Market, Fresh Market Mills Park. You can get it at Orlando Meats. We'll tell you why in a little bit. And you can get it with your Park Ave CDs uh, delivery. So I didn't know they were doing delivery. They are online orders. Really? You need a vinyl. You need a hard to find thing. They'll send it. They'll sell it to you. They That's have a, cool. A bookstore online too. I ordered some running shoes from Track Shack, oh. and they're gonna get them delivered to my house. Hopefully today. I didn't know you were a runner. I am. I've been running since January. Are you good? I mean, good, bad. I mean, I've made it there and back without tripping, so I guess I'm kind of good at it. I'm too self-conscious. Really? Yeah. Nobody cares. I need to do it like, when Scotty runs, he too runs. self-conscious. I've seen you in weird costumes Yeah, then town. I'm in on the joke. Uh-huh. When you're running, it's just like, it's just you and your body, and there's no, and there's no excuse, and I would just look like... I don't know. Nobody's judging you. Oh, they would. don't know what point of your run you're on. So if you're going oh, kind of slow, they might be like, whoa, he's already gone 12 miles. Like when I count like 10 ahead on my push-ups, I'm uh, always like. <laughs> you're only cheating yourself when you do that. <laughs> but I'm like putting on a show just in case uh-huh. people don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 99, 100. That's true though, Chidi. I I would be the kind of guy if I'm writing in my journal, I'd like lie to my journal. <laughs> yes. I don't want, in case anyone reads it, I don't what the law lame I am. So those three spots. Those three spots. We're doing a cooking class. Uh, it's really a, a booze-making class with Elliot Hillis, Chef Elliot Hillis from Orlando Meats. What are you, are you a bootlegger now, Brendan? I, we're not selling it. Oh. We're selling the ingredients so you can make it yourself. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> you're tiptoeing around the law. I certainly am. Uh-huh. And Do I need to send Sheriff Mina over to your house? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's under 20 ounces. It's, we're making Korean makgeolli, 
which is like a, a they call it farmer's wine. Farmer's wine. It's a rice wine. You can buy a kit, which is li- literally like rice, a big old jar, and then this like yeast infused, uh, inoculated wheat thing. It's like a puck. And Elliot, Chef Elliot, is going to walk us through it tonight on our Facebook page on how to use all those ingredients and make your own wine. It's actually cool. kind of cool. You have to feed it, you know, oh, over a it's week. Like a little monster. Yeah. You get like call a little it, chia it a pet. Yeah. Like people who do sourdough. Uh-huh. Right? So if you have a sourdough mother, you you can keep it going forever. Yeah. You got to have a little starter, then you can have it forever. You're a bread guy. I am, but I don't, I don't make sourdough. I'd like to. I, I, need to get, I need to get that little chunk the from, mother. Yeah, from somebody else. If anyone out there has a, a good sourdough mother, John and I want to- I want some. We want some. We want to try and make Sometimes some bread. Sometimes those are like 100 years old, too. Do you know that? There, I, I, I heard do. a story one time on, uh, on the radio about that. Or there's maybe a, I read it. I don't remember. It's a sourdough museum. Really? Yeah, in Brussels. Huh. And they have like Roman mothers. Wow. Yeah, just like people have like passed down through their families and they just keep it going generationally. Nice. I think that's so cool. That is. Uh, maybe other people don't. So we'll <laughs> We've had congratulations to rock at rock star Ashley Marie for winning the hourglass brewing giveaway on our Instagram. Uh, she walked away with some really fancy glasses and a, and a keg, a little mini keg. Cool. Uh, and then congratulations to Jessica Polly on winning the digress wine giveaway for using the hashtag pickup Orlando. We have one more, uh, giveaway that we'll be doing over the weekend and you can get a whole self care package from radiant massage and skincare in Ivanhoe village just by using the hashtag pick up Orlando when you're out there buying local going curbside, just doing local supporting things. Cool. Yeah. Couldn't be easier, right? No. And, uh, let's get into some coronavirus some updates. Corona- we, we've been talking about this for weeks now, kind of still, still yeah. in the news. <laughs> yeah, we'll just give you the quick numbers and then get into it. Do you have the numbers off? Uh, That's the numbers. Yeah. yeah, all yeah. right. So uh, over 5.2 million people have filed for unemployment in the U.S. That's a lot. No, that was the, last week. Last week. It's been 22 million, I think, in the last month. Uh, it's down, si- yeah, probably for the whole month. Cause yeah. Be- just last week. And then the week prior, it was 6.6. So it's gone down a little bit in new applications, uh-huh. uh, which I guess is what they're telling me is a good thing. I'm going to blow this little wasp you gotta, away. We're outside. You got a bee around you. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, U.S. retail sales fell 9% in March. Uh-huh. And that will probably be even more in April. Yeah. And it's the largest decline since the Department of Commerce started tracking the data in 92. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, basically, grocery stores are what's open. Right now, you don't have a lot of like department stores or, or other types of stores, mostly just grocery stores. I guess not essential, right? You gotta be yeah. essential. Uh, and then the global coronavirus cases surpassed 2 million yesterday. That includes 137,000 deaths and 517,000 recoveries. And I think uh, right now, reported, the United States has the most deaths in the world, reported. Healthcare, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, As a Canadian. Yeah. Access to healthcare. Mm-hmm. We won't get too political. I know what I know what the radio station this is. Uh, and then Demings is saying that the county could be closed until June. 
virus cases are still on the rise, so restrictions are likely to stay in place until we equal out, but they could have some restrictions through the summer. Or Universal backed that up by saying that they're going to be close through June. I think through June or to June? Through June. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking a lot of those theme parks would shoot for May 1st, or June 1st as their opening date. Yeah, we'll see, man. It's yeah. hard, right? And that's uh, as they're easing restrictions, as we're talking about this, The tonight they're opening the beaches up in some beaches up in Jacksonville. That seems early to me. Way too early. Yeah. You can't. Are you kidding me? Are all the beaches closed right now? Or just like, aren't they like closed, but with some stipulations, like you can still go walking on the beach, but if you can't if you're an bring friends to the beach. Use, and I don't know if I have the essential uses in here, but let me scroll I thought you up. just couldn't gather and have like chairs, but if I want to like take a stroll on the beach, I'm allowed to do that. Uh, I guess I didn't write it down, but they, yes, that's, that's deemed essential. If you need to walk or walk your dog, uh, <laughs> there was one dumb one, like, oh, surfing, surfing is essential. Is it? Yeah. That's odd. <laughs> I, I mean, know. I get it. You're pretty solo out there, but. But it's not essential. No, it's not. You know what I mean? No, like, it's not. It's like uh, skate. It's like going down and say skateboarding is essential. Like, no. <laughs> But are so maybe they need a new word. I think they're. I mean, I think what it is is you know if you call running and walking and exercising essential, you you gotta include surfing then. So just call it like permissible activities. <laughs> there Don't you go. call it like essential. Yeah, right. Yeah. Essential means like eating, eating, <laughs> and buying food to eat. Yeah. If you and surviving the like next you're looking day. at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Surfing, right? you're telling me surfing's not on the top of that. <laughs> no. You must be looking at a different no. triangle. Different, I, I guess, <laughs> man. And I used to surf all the time, but there's no, there's no way. It's on. It's shelter, food, safety, uh-huh. right? Surfing, like, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> um, Instagram just added some stickers to their stories. Oh, and like that in itself. Not news. No. <laughs> but these are clickable stickers that will let you order food via Instagram. So, like, these people, Instagram is a place for foodies to put beautiful photos of their food, right? And other things. Uh-huh. But mostly, mostly it's food. food. <laughs> so now they can put this, this picture of, like, a beautiful osobuco, and then they'll put this special sticker on there. And then if you like it, you can literally click the sticker and then order it via their ordering partner that's a good idea it's really that's good. a really great idea uh yes some restaurant people will be emailing me in five minutes to say uh delivery services are the devil because they're taking money away from small business i would argue every sale is a good sale right now maybe uh-huh. just adjust your online prices to i mean for, for somebody who doesn't want to leave their house you're right like is it worse to get no sale or is it worse to get a delivery taken out it's like, uh, I mean, sometimes it might be the determining factor on whether yeah. or not somebody actually orders from your restaurant. Use every tool at your disposal. Yeah, I get it. I get what they're saying. I mean, I, I don't deny that they don't take a big chunk. You got all these people. I, yeah, right. Yes, we are encouraging people to order d- directly from a restaurant. Yeah. But if it's easier for you because you're full of CBD and can't get off your couch and you <laughs> see a good looking hot dog, uh-huh. right? You just want to order that hot dog. Uh-huh. Uh, go ahead and order the hot dog. Yeah. Man. Who am I to say no? And then take a picture of it and tag them. Uh, we have a step-by-step uh, how-to post about it. If you if you want to add that sticker to your 
Instagram page, you have to be a creator or a business account. It's the only way that you can get it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're doing all right on time. Yeah, we're good. All right, we got a couple. What do you think about these unemployment numbers? Uh, the the uh, the the checks that people are trying to get here in Florida. Uh, I haven't gotten one yet. Did are you, you get one? No. Oh, 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 oh I'm not talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm talking stimulus. about the, Yeah, not stimulus. I haven't got that either. Yeah, I haven't got my. I've been I try, checking. I I went on the website to see your status. And it what did like, it say? We can't find you. That's what it said for me. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. No, apparently a lot of people. Okay, are good. It. And good. it's it's their default uh, screen if it's like overwhelmed ah. that comes up, or you they just might be, be able to find it. Because so I was like, you had uh, no problem, IRS taking my money <laughs> last year, <laughs> but uh, now you can't find my bank account. You can find it when I owed you money. I'm just I didn't do my 2019 tax. I haven't yet. done mine either, but okay. I did my 2018. I did too, and they took money out of my account twice. Because the first time I didn't give them enough. Okay. Uh, it just it, the the math was just a little off, but so they know my bank account. They got mine too. Okay. All right. So I'm glad we're in the same boat here. No, Brendan. that's crazy. All right. And you I'm have glad, a real I'm job. Glad you didn't, I do. And I you're do. Real American. It's true. I was you're... thinking maybe it was because I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're giving Canadians yeah. money now. Yeah, they are. If I'm paying taxes, <laughs> and I am. But I was talking about the people that are applying for unemployment. I think four percent have actually got through on the state of Florida's Unacceptable. website. Unacceptable. That is insane. That is like you don't. I'm not hearing a lot of people saying greatest country in the world right now because that's crazy i know and, and and i've said this before i get it you're gonna have some problems this is an unprecedented time but like now there's been like two three weeks where people need this money is like, it that they figure don't that have, out we kind of touched on this last week i think is it just that they don't have the right team like like is it just that the web team? I think for the unemployment I, I don't know. office, I, I've read just a, like some old dude. I like, read a few. <laughs> well, I think the people that like created it, it was like an eighty million dollar website, and and it doesn't even hardly work. I think it was seventy seven million dollars. I thought I read what the the, the people the, the company that created this website that reeks of somebody getting like a gig for their kid. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. You know, like someone was like, oh, like my kid needs to do a website. <laughs> well, I mean, part of it, I mean, I wonder if some of it is, you know, oh, we can do it for this. It's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. You know, we could do it for this amount or there's sometimes another company says, well, yeah, it's going to cost what us a hundred million, but it's going to work when things get bad. This other company comes in and says, well, we can do it for 30 million less. And uh, now that we actually need it. What does that pay for? Oh, I, I have no idea. You know, the servers are the problem, right? Like there's a server issue. Like I that guess. it's just not fast enough and it gets overwhelmed. It's just all a nightmare. But and you're telling me you're you're paying over one million and it's not even going <laughs> to look cute? Like you can't even make it look cute? Yeah. And, it looks and, like DOS. And now they're trying to get it's like, <laughs> like, a, like WordPress. And like now that, they're trying to get more people to work uh, like on the phones and answer phone calls. But you got to train those people. You can't just say, okay here's a phone answer it when people call like you got to do that and i just think they were and and once again i get it this is this is crazy times but you know this is what you train for this is what you need to be prepared for when things like this happen maybe they didn't get trained for it but people need this now they don't need this three weeks from now now or a month from now or three months from now they need it now and we're talking about extending this right so like people through june uh at least through like just when they talked on may but i haven't heard any talks of like another stimulus check no and i'm not talking about stimulus right now i want to talk about unemployment unemployment. this is yeah the unemployment but this all comes down to the but we don't all need i don't know 
What are we supposed to do? What are people supposed to do with they can't get unemployment checks? They can't get their stimulus checks. I don't know that. I mean, right now, I think here's what I think. I think right now it hasn't been long enough. I think I mean, certainly don't get me wrong. There are people out there that are hurting. Right. But I think right now it's only, you know, two, three weeks. A lot of people can hold on with a credit card or I'm not going to pay a bill here. I can buy food. I'm okay. But when you start stretching this out a month, maybe two months, it's going to be havoc let's take a little break we we have we're gonna hear from the people we have a new uh program new initiative called orlando voices people can call in and leave us the voice message oh, i thought Just, they could sing to us or they could do whatever they want to do they could, but they type orlando voices into bungalore.com you'll get your chance and you can call in with a voice message let's hear some of the voices from the city beautiful right now and then we'll come back after the break i'm doing pretty well i mean i'm kind of a loner anyway so uh Spending time by myself is not really that big a deal. Trying to stay creative, uh, writing a bit, trying to keep my mind active, doing a little bit of studying and uh, planning for the future when we're all kind of out of this. I hope everybody's doing okay out there. Edible Education Experience is a local nonprofit operating the Emerald Agassi Foundation Kitchen House and Culinary Garden. We've served the community now from our beautiful College Park location for the past three years. On any given day, the kitchen house and garden buzzes with activity, from students sautéing vegetables to families attending our chef night events. But with the COVID-19 pandemic, our normally vibrant space turned quiet. But then Pastor Howard Salter of Belong Church approached us about providing healthy, prepared meals for local families. We began a pilot program serving Orlando Junior Academy teachers, scholarship families, and parents who work in healthcare. Chef Kevin Fonzo prepares the meals using the licensed kitchen at Edible Education Experience. Last week, Chef Kevin made a beautiful menu of garden salad, rigatoni pasta with ratatouille sauce, and fresh focaccia bread. The meal embodied what we stand for, healthy foods that fill the body and the soul. The meals were provided to families free of charge and picked up from the kitchen house using safe social distancing practices, of course. Our first week was such a success that we added two more service days this week, serving more than 40 College Park families. As long as funds remain, we'll continue this important work. I'm Janice Banks, President and CEO of Edible Education Experience, and we are so grateful to Pastor Howard for this opportunity to give back. Here's to eating your veggies while spreading kindness. Hey, this is Cheryl from Dandelion Cafe. Um, We are trying to do the best that we can in this situation. Um, Obviously still doing delivery and takeout, online ordering, but we also put in a little grocery shelf in the store. So um, you can order any of that online and have it ready to be picked up. We can bring it out to the car for you. but that just has some essentials. And honestly, most of the stuff that we have for sale is stuff that we already had in stock. That's, I guess, the silver lining of having such a niche market restaurant is a lot of vegan and organic things are not made in bulk. So we have to buy kind of smaller containers. Um, So we've been selling those. And we've also done a lot of bulk food items that you can put in your fridge or freezer for later. Um, Chili, pickled veggies, Um, Italian marinated vegetables, things like that. Um, Overall, it's been stressful, but honestly, our customers are so wonderful and have just been so kind to coming in and and just giving us a little boost. Even just saying some sweet things on the internet is keeping me 
a little bit more sane than I normally would be. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. And I'm a crazin in the sun, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. I'm in the shade, Brendan. I, I, I don't tan very well. I get a little red. <laughs> I get really red, but I'm just going to lean into it. Uh-huh. I like this. I think you're just lazy. Quarantanning. I am very lazy, <laughs> but I'm like all denim. Uh-huh. You know. You look pretty like, like you're going to go beat up a biker right now. Well- Actually, can we talk about this? Uh, so Brendan is wearing uh, jean sh- <laughs> jean jeans and then a jean shirt, yeah, the drop crotch jeans, too. Uh-huh. and then no sleeves, no You're sleeves, Rip too them big, off. too big of guns uh-huh. to put in those sleeves. Thank you, and like a, a headband or a bandana. It's a it's a bandana mask, but I'm wearing it as like a head wrap right yeah. now. You can pull it up on my bald head, mm-hmm. protect it from the sun. Uh, I think I was wanted to feel a little tough today. I had to. Let's talk about this. So I had earlier this morning. We just shared uh, a song that somebody. I had this song sheet for a beautiful song uh, that I assumed was beautiful. I had no idea what it was, and it was for a song that people used to sing when they were on the Dinky Line. Train. Hey, explain the Dinky Line, Brendan. So it was a little commuter train that would take probably like twenty people at a time. From downtown Orlando to Rollins College in uh-huh. Winter Park. It's the, the 19th century version of Sunrail. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and it just as dependable. <laughs> and it's a six and a half mile track where the urban Orlando Urban Trail is now. They just replaced the tracks with this bike trail. And it ran from 1889 to 1967, have I think. Have you ever seen a photo of this? I have. Ah. And we have a couple on bungalore.com. You can see what we're talking about. And so I found this song sheet in one of my many visits to the Orlando Regional History Center archives, and they gave me a copy, and I've had it forever, but I finally put it up yesterday, yesterday two days ago, and asked if uh, the Orlando community could read the sheets. Yeah, it's and, like a sheet music. It's yeah. the notes. And I don't know notes. Me I don't neither. know anything about that. I just saw funny words, but I was like, I'd love to hear this. Somebody answered Matt Tavera from, I think he's with the Alterity uh, Musical Orchestra, and I think he's also with Bach Festival. He's like a trumpet player. So he knows his music. He knows how to read it. He like effortless effortlessly played it he's so adorable made this cute little video we shared it on our instagram our facebook on our website so good so i was so excited to share go see it right now if you want to hear this song we can play the song right now well let's play it right now okay well well, i want to good get into this rest of the story then we'll play it okay is that okay yeah or let's play it right now play it right now so a friend of mine sent me um this article about a train that was from the late 1800s here in Orlando that ran from um, downtown Orlando to Oviedo. And it was like a ricky old train uh, and people took it. It was really slow to get from one place to another. Almost reminds me of I-4. And um, yeah, so it had a song and they posted on this article the sheet music. So I went ahead and learned it and apparently it's never been played before, so... This is what it sounds like. It's called The Dinky Line. Oh, some folks say that the dinky won't run. But listen, let me tell you what the dinky done done. She left Orlando at half past one. 
And she reached Rollins College at the setting of the sun. On the dinky light, on the dinky light, ride and shine on the dinky light, ride and shine and pay your fine. On the dinky, 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 dinky ride. And that's what it sounds like. Oh, I like that. It's catchy. Dinky, 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 dinky line. I so, thought it was funny because at the very end of that song, it's like they just were like, oh, I don't got any more lyrics. We'll just so say the word dinky yeah. a bunch of times. <laughs> Which, that's my kind of songwriting. <laughs> so I shared that. I was so excited to share it. But in I, I misspelled sheet. I spelled it with an A because I was doing it from bed in the morning first thing when I woke yeah, up. Yeah, in your sheets. In my, in my sheets. <laughs> spelled the wrong way. And this guy messaged, commented, commented rather. And publicly. Publicly, like, that's not a word unless you can play Scrabble with it or something like that. <laughs> and so, and me, naturally sassy me, I clapped back and I was, can I say, can I say what I said? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I said, uh, it's French for get off these yeah. cashews. <laughs> and, I think you can say that, but that's all right. Which I thought was funny and also a way of like, okay, I'll fix yeah. it. And I fixed it. And then he, he caught back like... Uh, I thought it was French for I know where you where you live, and when this is over, I'm gonna come and find you and see yeah. if you say that to my face. Yeah, and he I, took it to a ten when you were at a two. Like he was ready and not happy. Uh-huh. And so my gut reaction immediately was like, "Well, I got a bat, you know." Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was ready, but I, you know, you're a little afraid too, because then you're like, "Well, does he know where I live?" And then he deleted the message, and I was like, "Well, did he delete it?" Because he was. He realized he took it too far or what? But I messaged him. I didn't want to just good. Leave him. So I messaged him and I was like, "Hey man, hey bro, I'll I'll beat you up. I'll beat you." Up. <laughs> well, that's I was like, "Well, how do I approach this?" And I've had a case like this before. Uh, and I was like, "I don't want any. I I just don't like people not liking me." So I was like, "Look, I get it. Maybe I took it too far. I uh, I apologize, but like, I don't I don't want to fight you. I, I'd rather have a beer. Like, what's up?" And he was like, sorry, I'm la-. an hour later, answers back. I'm sorry, I was on edge and uh, just lost my job. You know, everything's going a little crazy. Uh, I just, I, you rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, well, I get that. I rub a lot, a lot of people the wrong way. And we just <laughs> talked through it. And we talked through it. And anyway. You guys best buds now? Not best buds, but but a respectful thing. So shout out to this guy for calling me out on, on being sassy and, and, and being open, though to hearing another person when you're when you want to fight and then i just thought everybody's kind of on edge right now you know so i think uh shout out to the world right now to humanity and if you're feeling not on an edge, excuse to be rude though to be honest with you no no but i think we both acknowledge that and okay then, like, and talk through it discourse discourse Good. is that's more important i think sometimes things do get lost in translation you comment something, and, and you might think it's funny, but yeah. when you don't read it with any funniness behind it, you might think it's serious, and yeah. then that can be really hard. Whereas if you were to just say that to him, you'd, you you'd probably laugh about sarcasm, it. You sarcasm. Know? Yeah, yeah, right. And that so, doesn't come through I don't know times. this guy from Adam, you uh-huh. know, and, and me telling him about my cashews, you know, yeah. maybe not funny. But if you put a little smiley face at the end, then universal <laughs> sign of, I'm just joking with you. <laughs> That's like a Southerner saying, bless you. Yes. Yeah, you, you can't do it. But- 
you know, if you guys are feeling a little angry, uh-huh. everybody's a little angry, a little anxious right now. It might come out the wrong way. Just take a breath and, and talk yeah. through it. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm really... I'm glad it happened. It was. He's, he's a, probably under your porch right now because he knows where you live. Yeah, he's right. going to stab you in your he feet just, when you walk he, across he, it. He just said all that just to keep me off. You know, uh-huh. I was on edge, but now I'm yeah. complacent. He's under your bed tonight. Me. Well, you're welcome to see what you see then, <laughs> sir. Um, Brendan, can I tell you about a, uh, a take-home dinner that you can make? Yeah, I love this kind of stuff. So, uh, Pom-Pom's Tea House. Pom Pom's Sandwicheria. Sandwicheria and Tea House. Am I saying that right? Milk District. So they've been doing these uh, take-home dinners where they sort of get all the raw materials ready for you. Okay. And then all you got to do is cook it. And so they put it all kind of in like a container. You pick it up and you can make it at your home. So it's almost like making a home-cooked meal, but you don't got to do all the measuring and weighing and all that. Pom is such a great chef. Yeah. Uh, she also does catering and stuff out of Milk District. Yeah. So, so what is so she, she has right one now? right now called Vietnamese barbecued pork short ribs. Okay. And uh, it's soy and lemongrass and fish sauce and garlic and brown sauce and veggies. So you get all that, and then there's instructions on on how to make it, and you just pick it up, and then you can take it home and have almost like a home cooked meal. Twelve ninety nine. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna make one this weekend. Okay, yeah. do a video. You're gonna do a video. I'm gonna do a video. Yeah, yeah. We'll share it just like what we're doing with yeah, Elliot. So twelve ninety nine feeds one. If you're me, two. If you're a normal size human being, <laughs> just one. Well, feeds one person with leftovers. Oh, okay. but two people you can feed if they're not so hungry. Like I'm always hungry though, Brendan. You're tall. You got a big furnace. I do. I'm a growing boy still. Yeah, but you're not fat. Look good, John. It's those Thank jogging you. shoes Thank you it's, got. It's the jogging. Yeah, so it's actually it's available this weekend. So okay. I'll, I'll I'll make a video and I'll share it with you. And then you can watch me eat it if you want. Did you, <laughs> you know what I'd rather watch? <laughs> what? I want to find these digital strip clubs that everybody's talking about. So I've only heard this from you. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Okay. So tell me about some digital strip clubs. We didn't even talk about Dancers Royale burning down, did we? Yeah, we did, didn't oh, we? Okay. So Dancers Royale burned down. I Caught on fire. Caught on fire. Serious, serious damage. They're not, they're, they're not operating We did anyway. talk about this because I said the firefighter said it oh, started yeah. in the kitchen, and then I got in trouble on Facebook because everyone was like, well, the owner says it was vandalism. Yeah, well, the owner's probably not a... Uh, firefighter for no. 30 years but i don't know like, you don't yeah. know who knows i haven't seen a video or nothing. i haven't seen an update on that either no it's probably vandalism <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, who knows i heard so, there was a fire at parliament house too but i didn't really i couldn't find it huh couldn't heard i heard nothing so so digital strip clubs huh yeah so rappers like tony lanes uh they started something called quarantine radio he started this uh but where people he will get like, uh, what do you call it when you split screen it? You're sharing your feed with, like, a stripper, right? Okay. A dancer. Exotic dancer. So, so he'll do, like, happy hours, late night happy hours with his followers. He's got, like, two million followers, right? Yeah. And uh, everybody's tuning in. And then he's be like, hey, we got a dancer. And she'll come and do her thing for five minutes. And he'll pin up her, like, Venmo or, like, her yeah. account. And, and people can tip them. Uh, depending on their dancer. And it took off. Like, everybody's going to these things to watch. Ju- uh, Justin Combs, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Lil Yachty, Diplo. Everybody's tuning in these yeah. things and loving it. And tipping big bucks, John. Huh. This one, I, in this article I read, I think it was on Vice, uh, this one woman made $18,000 doing it. That's crazy. 18000 Yeah, I mean, you, know? you and I can make something close to that, right? <laughs> Shaking our tank. <laughs> is that where this is going? Yeah, I guess. Bungalow I guess. on the bus, uh, digital strip club? We bungalow or 
bungalow and the boobies. <laughs> uh, I just think it's really interesting. I to thought see you would have went with bungalow and the butts, but the, oh, that's funnier. Yeah. That's funnier. It's You're right. good at this. <laughs> You're good at words. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just what a innovation. Innovation. I don't. It's something that was innovated out of necessity. <laughs> yeah, I mean all these. All these people are at home. They can't go to strip clubs. I mean, you're drinking anyway. Yeah, poor guy. Poor, what? poor folks. And they are like, and it's kind of interactive. And you're also kind of like at the club uh-huh. with these like big name stars all in the same yeah. feed. And I guess you're helping somebody out. These dancers who are used to probably working like an eight hour shift. And they you probably know? do all right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, but this, this is they're making lot, more money doing this. Yeah. And it's safer because they're True. at home. They're not in a club. Uh. I see it sticking around. I think it's really so interesting. Was it was it on like this person's website? It's on their Instagram story. That doesn't seem like it fits the standards of Instagram. Uh, if they were naked, am I do- wrong? It doesn't. You can't unless it gets reported while they're still on air. Uh, huh. And, and the people oh, who are watching a digital stripper are going to report saying, it. It just doesn't seem like it would fit their code of ethics. I'm guessing if you're following. Uh, Mr. Tory Lanes already. Uh-huh. You're you're probably not going to be reporting him for, True. for having a stripper. Uh, who knows? And then they go away. They disappear after ah. a few, what is it, a day? They're I don't up know. For a day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so like uh, uh, did you watch some? Uh, yeah, I've seen a yeah. couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they're fun. I, I, I think it's interesting. I didn't see any dudes dancing. It's no, all ladies. maybe you can start that one. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we'll call bungalow in the butts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get some Chippendales. I like it. Uh, Orlando Ballet has canceled the remainder of their season. That's too bad. It's really too bad. Yeah. That's their 2021 season. What's the, what was the reason to close, to, to cancel the stuff like in next year? Is it just, you know, we're already behind? Just the impermanence of it, funding, you know, sometimes you get a sponsor for the whole season. And so if you're only delivering half of that, uh, it's all conjecture. They didn't really say yeah. just safety and they just thought it'd be easier just to take it off. They have okay. some sponsors that will help offset uh, the payroll. So dancers and staff are still getting paid through the end of the season. How many, sta- how many dancers do they have on? I don't know, staff? but tons, I think. Really? Yeah. They can't pay them all year long. Do they? Or are they just doing like per show? Like it must be season. Like, there's probably like a handful that, okay, you're like our principal main dancers. But then, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm I just, don't know. There's I'm a whole troop that like lives in the North Quarter there. Yeah, uh, and they don't do anything but dance. I know some dancers also have taken some like serving jobs and stuff too on the side. Okay, but primarily like school. They don't go to like they they just this dance. is their job. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Uh, First Watch has closed all of their locations nationwide. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that just because they? Doesn't make sense for them to stay open. Or they they want to. I mean, say, everybody's hurting. Everybody's hurting, but they're saying it's because they want to protect their workers. And I, in this case, I kind of believe it. They four hundred. They have four hundred employees in Central Florida at seventeen locations, but all of those employees are going to be able to keep their health benefits while they're furloughed. That's good. And uh, at no cost. And they also get free telemedicine benefits too. So like they're not working, but uh, they say it's because they don't want them exposed. And they're giving them free health benefits for the next couple of months. So, Brendan, uh, speaking once again about coronavirus and, and the state and loans, what, what do you make of the small business loans that they gave out? So I've read, and maybe you saw this as well, I think something like 38,000 small businesses across the state applied for this pot of money, which was like 
fifty million dollars or something like that. Yeah, and uh, I think a thousand out of that thirty-eight thousand got accepted, and now the money's out. So this is statewide, and now yeah. everybody else is like, "Up!" Oh. I mean, the state's like, "So sad, we're out. We don't got no more money." But some of these businesses that got approved aren't exactly small businesses. Uh, what twenty million went to the Ruth Chris Steakhouse yeah. guys? And they said ten million because they had two different properties. They spread it up. Maybe it wasn't fifty million. Maybe it was more than that. Then. I, I, it's more than that. It must be. Oh no, still. this is for the. That's for the P. Oh, the PPE. Yeah. PPP, I, I think it is. I, it gets all so confusing. It is. There's just so many ways. That's what they that, want. Which is great. There's so many ways you can get reimbursed. And these are like interest-free loans and bridge loans. But the point is they ran out of money so quickly. The, the, and some of these like small businesses aren't exactly mom-and-pop shops. From what I, I recently read, there was an article. They knew that it would run out. It wasn't enough. Governor DeSantis, I guess, is on record saying he knew it wasn't enough yes. for what they needed. Uh, given how many registered small businesses there are in the country. But they thought uh, that they could have found another solution by now. But I guess it just ran out before the new solution. I mean, I'm laughing just because it's just a, it's crazy. It's so embarrassing. It you is. talk about soft power a lot on the show. Like I brought up things that like there's hard power, which is like military might. Right. And then there's soft power, which is like influence in the way that you're perceived abroad. Uh-huh. And so like Florida, man, is an example of soft power in the sense that people think of us as like free reeling, uh, chaotic weirdos. We right? are. That's kind of what More Florida, or less. Florida in general is seen as. And the soft, our soft power, man, like that this is affecting the way this isn't funny anymore. The way that we're seeing like that is a cluster cuss yeah the fact that and we, this goes back to us talking about just the simple act of getting people payroll checks uh unemployment checks oh yeah stimulus money like yeah. just so you can live uh what this what a vacuum just what a vacuum of support and and as a canadian that has moved here i i believe and correct me if you're if i'm wrong john but i believe the government is in place to support uh, it's citizens and and promote our safety and well being, and that includes uh programs that are there that work. And what a shame that that program was extended to Florida residents as an answer to a problem when they knew when they were extending it that it was going to run out. And if they knew it was going to run out, then. W- how, then why not change the qualification so that those larger organizations who can who don't need that they could go other avenues they don't need that that's for like a pizzeria on the shop that I needs agree. 50 grand like not 50 million I'm looking at this now so it was a it's a federal program the one with the Ruth's Chris Steakhouse they got 20 million dollars in aid and like I thought about this a little bit and and Brendan and and maybe you disagree with me on this like if I was Ruth Chris, I would have applied for it. I don't. I, I think it's the job of the people that are saying yes and no to be like, maybe that one doesn't fit in this. But like, if I was a company, yeah. and there's some other ones too locally that have gotten some money either at the state level or the federal level, I think if I was in their boat and I worked at 
I would have applied, but I, I don't. I think yeah, it, but you I think it should get, have been the government's job to be like, you shouldn't maybe get this one. There's got to be an active curation. Like everybody is allowed to apply. Yes. No. I I I, I totally agree with and that. And there's a ten million for that specific program, John. There's a ten million dollar cap, uh-huh. right, on what you can be awarded. So they could have just given them the ten million for the company and called it a day, but. Because they're smart, or the person who applied is smart, they spread it out over two subsidiary companies. Yeah. So the overarching company gets to walk away with twenty million to help with payroll and whatever. But so they, but they've cheated that. They've worked that system. That's a loophole that they could have seen coming, and they could have just said no. Somebody could have said no. Yeah. So the bridge loans, what I was talking about, that was a statewide thing. So a thousand small businesses in Florida got these bridge loans which was $50 million total and they had 38,000 people apply for it. And, and like yeah. some of these, some of these places, once again, they're businesses and they're hurting too. But what is the qualification? What's what I are think the it's boxes? Just you have to operate a business in Florida. No, but to be a small business, oh, yeah, what, yeah. Are the, what are the boxes you need to check to be qualified as a small business? These guys have 150 different restaurants. Oh, that's that. So that's the one through the federal uh, right. the PPP one. That one came from the the CARES Act, the two point two billion dollars. Same. It's it, like I said, it's all confusing because there's so many different entities that are sort of doling out money right now. But I guess long story short is there's not enough of it to go around, and it's not enough to cover a lot of these businesses <sighs> that we have. I have some good in, good good news. Give me some good news. OUC is contributing twelve point one million dollars to efforts here to help Orlandoans and their clients clientele get through this. Uh, that translates to seven point five million dollars being used to lower electricity costs. Good. So your bill, if you work, if you get your energy, I do from OUC right now. Uh, your bill should, I think they said 11% lower good. than normal. That's pretty good. What's your average bill a month? Uh, I think it's 150. Mine's about 120, I yeah. think. Yeah. We some old windows. You got an old house. An old house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about any good news? Any like good things you've seen around? Uh, there's a place in Fusion Tea here in College Park. Yeah, I've been seeing these signs all over my neighborhood. I want to get TP. You want to TP a house? Yeah, well, how does this work? So they're selling TP kits and tea like T-E-A. They're a tea house, a coffee shop. Uh, you can buy for $25 a... They will deliver two rolls of toilet paper, a bag of loose leaf tea, and a fun yard sign that says, you've been TP'd. Yeah, and I go walking and biking all around College Park. I see these all the time. It's great. It's cool. It's really smart. And they, so Infusion Tea, he had to lay off a lot of his staff when this started. But since launching that program, uh, he's been able to rehire everybody. Ah. Everybody's back who wants to be working, which is great. Uh, we have a sign, community sign thing. If you guys see any cool signs, tag us in it. And uh, if you need to find really fun things to stream, just head on over to bungalore.com. We got to go, Brendan. You stay safe out there. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) I'll see you next week.